Okay, good morning. Being that it's Shleishim Yem, 30 days before Yutzvat, and the Rebbe, Tavshim Emzayim, at different times spoke about 30 days before to start preparing. So I thought appropriate, some of you asked me as well, as well as others, to, uh, since there's four weeks to Yutzvat, to give a share in the Maimer, Baslagani Tavshin Yud, specifically Pedic Yud Gimel, which corresponds to this year. And uh, with the Rebbe's Maimorim, two Maimorim that the Rebbe said, Tavshin Chav Gimel and Tavshin Mem Gimel. So I'll begin this week with uh, first an overview and then learn the Pedic itself, Pedic Yud Gimel. In the few week, next coming weeks, each week, to continue with the Rebbe's Maimorim on that Pedic. So the, firstly, the overview, let's uh, begin with, even though this is well known, but it's always good to know the history behind it all. So as everybody knows, after the Stalkus of the Friedrich Rebbe, Yud Shvat, in the morning, Shabbos morning, Parsha Boy, Tavshin Yud, So for some chassidim and people, they right away immediately felt that the Rebbe, who was known as the Ramash till that point, would be uh, the new Rebbe. But it wasn't official in the sense that the Rebbe accepted, the Rebbe kept on saying no. And it took a year till the Rebbe officially accepted. Now how did the Rebbe officially accept the Nesiyas? One of the ways that Rebbe is a Rebbe is saying a Maimah Chassidus. So though the Rebbe fabrenged and said Sichas, and frankly even before Tavshin Yud, but through the year Tavshin Yud, but a Maimah the Rebbe did not say. And other things as well, calling up the Rebbe with the name Kveidusasad, the name Marena Rabbeinu, etc. So even though some Chassidim tried to do it, I mean, there was a resistance. As we know, correspondence, people writing to the Rebbe, the Rebbe saying, no, he's not Shaykhtet, or the different answers that the Rebbe gave. So it was a very uh, challenging year. I mean, I spoke to people who lived then, including my father-in-law who was here, and others, and uh, so on one hand, yeah, they had a Rebbe, but on the other hand, the Rebbe was not officially, uh, and the Rebbe saw people, people asked him advice, they came to see him. So it was Yudshva, the next year, Tavshin Yud Aleph, an official one, the Rebbe said, Maimur, which that, but the was the sign that the Rebbe accepted the Nesiyas. And then the Rebbe said other things in that fabring, and that was very clear as well. So the history about the, that Maimur, was, as everyone knows the story as well, that the Rebbe was speaking, Yudshvat, of Shnir Alf, an official Fabrengen upstairs in 770. And uh, the Rebbe Kiragil went through what Yudshvat is and so on. And then Echosid's name was Rav Nemtsov, stood up and said, more or less Bizar Loshan, he said, like the Sichas and Givaldi, Abiginuk Sichas, we will have Namai Mechsidis. And it was after that. Whether it took a few minutes, or right, I don't think it was right away, but right after that, the Rebbe took out his handkerchief and rolled it up in his hands. And that began, as we know, the beginning of the Maimer, how it begins, uh, the Baal, the Baal HaIlula, 
of Yudshvat, Hepton, Bosiligani, Achesikalo. And we have actually the recording of it. And the Rebbe went through in a unique way this Maimur, stopping after every section, and they sang the Rabbeims and the Gunim. It's all printed in the first Maimur, Tavshin Yud Aleph from the Rebbe, where the Rebbe stopped. They sang a Nigan, the Alt Shemter's Nigan, and then the Alter Rebbe's Nigan. And the Rebbe then concluded and went through the whole Maimur of Basilagani, explaining it, bringing from all the Rabbeim, which was the first time they saw that the Rebbe was not just explaining the Maimur Basilagani, but he was also citing each Rebbe, starting from the Balshemtev all the way to, of course, the Friedrich Rebbe, that's his Maimur, all the way to the Rebbe Rashab. So you could imagine the Simcha, you could even hear on the tape the, the Hosh, the, the, when people, the Rebbe started saying the Maimur. Then after the Maimur, the Rebbe said, which was like official announcement, he said, it's Amina Gamedina, you know, Ozla Karta, Holoch Bin Musa. When you come to a city, you follow the custom of the land. The meaning of the Medina is that when someone assumes a new position, they make a statement. So the Rebbe said he's going to make a statement. So clearly he assumed a new position. And, um, and from then on, it was official. Okay. So, so a few things. There's a lot to say about this, but I just was giving some background. Um, this was not the first time that a Rebbe in his new, in his new Nasiyas began his Maimur with the last Maimur of the previous Rebbe. The Rafridic Rebbe did exactly the same thing. The last Maimur of the Rebbe Rashab was Reish's Goyim Amolek, Tofresh Pei, and, the first, and then the Stalkus was Beis Nisan, and the first Maimur of Rafridic Rebbe was Reish's Goyim Amolek. And I believe the Rebbe Marash's first Maimur was Kes, was um, was, uh, was it Kesser Yitnu? Um, I'm sure I remember if the, uh, the Rebbe Rashab said also that. But definitely the Rebbe Rashab and the Friedrich Rebbe. I have to look at the previous ones. Second thing I heard, we heard uh, recently a story was revealed with Rabbi Moshe Groner, who came to the Rebbe's house the night before Yutzvah Tovshin Yudalev. He came, the Rebbe wanted him to do some shlichas to go help somebody. It was also interesting that the Rebbe, what he had in his mind, helping a Jew somewhere, that's a separate story, but when he came into the Rebbe's house on New York Avenue, right here, New York and President, um, he saw on the Rebbe's table a bunch of svarim, and clearly the Rebbe was preparing something. And based on the svarim that he saw, it was clear that the Rebbe was preparing to say a maimer. It was like looking at all the different chassidists. I don't know if he saw actually every Sefer, but later when you see the Maimah Boslegani, you see that I was bringing Mamish from, uh, like I said, from all the Rabbeim, um, and, uh, and in depth. So he knew that something was coming, not that he knew what would be exactly the story. So that's, that's one thing. And uh, finally, another key point, which everybody of course knows, that the next year Boslegani, no one knew what would be, what Maimah the Rebbe would say, Yud Shvat Tovshin Yud Beis. And that's when the Rebbe, revealed that he's going to start Patek Beis, that since there's 20 prokim, 20 chapters in the Maimur, the original Maimur. So the Rebbe was going to state that this year, since it corresponds to Yud Beis, two years from Tovshin Yud, we're going to go over Patek Beis. And so it began to say that every year after that, subsequent would be corresponding Patek, Tovshin Yud Gimel, Patek Gimel, Tovshin Yud Al Patek Hey, and so on. When it came to Tovshin Chavtes, that was like the end 
of uh, Toshalamid was the end, was the 20th Patek. So what, what would be in Toshalamid Aleph? The Rebbe finished already the whole cycle. So the Rebbe said he'd begin a second cycle. And the Rebbe said, so we have a second cycle that began Lamed Aleph, Patek Aleph, and Lamed Beis, Patek Beis. And so it went. But the, the second cycle um, would have concluded in uh, Tav Shinun. But the Rebbe stopped saying Mamorim in Tav Shememches. In an, or, in, an or, in an orally way. So the truth is, we only have till Pedic uh, Yudches a second time. So that's the body that we have. The two Sifri Mamorim Boslagani came out. The Rebbe's Mamorim on Boslagani. So, so in addition to the Hemshech of the Friedrich Rebbe, you also have the Rebbe's annual Mamorim and almost two cycles of it. So of course, the custom continued by Chsidim that every year, We'd continue. So this year, we are, we are now in cycle number five, is it? What is it? And uh, in the 13th chapter, because it's Tovshin Pei Gimel. So it corresponds to uh, Tovshin, the last time with Mem Gimel, when the Rebbe did say a Maimer on Perik Yud Gimel, and before that, Chov Gimel, so every 20 years. So that's a little, a little background. Uh, it's also interesting to note that this Maimer the Friedrich Rebbe essentially stopped saying my modem, saying Berabim, around Tovshin Dalit, due to health reasons. After that, he started giving out my modem that either he wrote or were printed earlier or, were, or, were, or, or he delivered in earlier years. So Tovshin Dalit, Tovshin Hei, Tovshin Vav, he had a Maitik. The Friedrich Rebbe directed the Maitik, whether it was Avram Parish or whatever it was, to. Um, take different Maimorim, Rebbe Rashab, and the Friedrich Rebbe edited them in Biksav. And that's what, what the Maimorim, when we have Tov Shin Dalet, Tov Shin Hei, Tov Shin Vov, Tov Shin Zayin. But basically, after Tov Shin Vov, the Hemsheikhim started being literally almost word for word what the Rebbe, Friedrich Rebbe had already written in the, in the pays. Like, for example, Hemshech Tov Rosh Hashanah, Tov Shin Vov, I believe is Tov Reish Peites. Rosh Hashanah, Hemshech Tov Reish Peites. And the same went with Tovshin Zayin, and then Tovshin Ches is not so clear, Tovshin Tes. So actually, all the Maimorim were delivered and written by the Friedrich Rebbe. But remember, those years, people didn't have the Maimorim of the Pays. Today, we have them in Sifra Maimorim, Tovresh Pei, Pei Aleph, Pei Beis. What about this Hemshech Basilagani, this Tovshin Yud? Friedrich Rebbe did not say this Hemshech in Tovshin Yud. It was published, the Rebbe would publish every week a Kuntris. And that was the Mamorim. That's what the, the, when you look at the Sefer Mamorim, you'll see it's a Kuntus, really. It begins with a Sharblat. It was later put together in Sefer Mamorim. But let's say, let's take Bosiligani itself, for example. So there's a Sharblat. Let me, let me just open it. Here. A Kuntus, Yud Yud Gimel Shvat. This was the Sharblat. This came out for Shabbos. Like a Kuntus, like, you know, just a little a pamphlet. Kuntus, Yud Yud Gimel Shvat. Why was it important? Remember, Haistalkas didn't happen yet. Because Yud and Yud Gimel Shvat are both significant dates. One is, like he says here, one is the Yortzeit, Yud Shvat of the, the Rebetzin Rivka, the Rebbe Marash's Rebetzin, like it says in the top head, in the, in the subtitle of the Maimer. And Yud Gimel Shvat is the Yortzeit of the Rebbe Friedrich Rebbe's mother. So that's why the first two Maimorim are based on that, and that was the Kuntus. So it's Kuntus Yud and Yud Gimel Shvat, which officially wasn't connected to the Friedrich Rebbe directly because we didn't know what would happen. So that was given out Shabbos, Friday night. People were learning it. 
Now, if you look in, this, in the beginning, they noticed a few things. There was a, um, and it's reprinted that way now here. So the Kuntas, the Rebbe would always write a Hagdome, a Pesach Dover, and then the Rebbe would add footnotes. So this was all prepared before Yudzvah Tov Shin Yud. So in the, in the, in the, in the Hagdome, in the Pesach Dover, it says, Apipkudas Kvedgushas Meiru Vechomi Admur Shlita. So the Shlita is missing a Yud. And we know the Yud is about the Yichya. So uh, people notice Friday night when they learn this, this uh, Kuntras, this is the Friday night of Yudzvah Tov Shin Yud, the night before the Istalkos, that the Yud was missing. And it's still printed that way. Okay, but nobody knew what it meant. It's just a typo, a mistake, a print, a type, a print, a, a, a printing mistake. And the next morning, by the Istalkos, and then afterwards, people realized the, the meaning. We also know that in the last year, before the Istalkos of the Friedrich Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe started signing his name, Yosef Yitzchak, so the second name, the Yud, they're both Yud, Yud. So the second name, the Yud, began to become more and more like a ribua. If you look in the Igris Kedish, Tavshin Yud, so in the Agdoma they actually have images and pictures of the Fidik Rebbe's and literally you see the Yud getting larger and larger and larger. So I think you begin to see it around Teshvat, Tavshin Tes, some change. You know, Yud, you usually write, is a little like a little line. That's how you sign a name. It's not, you're not writing a Sefer Teda here. But then that second Yud, the Rafi began to make it thicker. Started, you could start seeing it thicker, then thicker. And there's really to a point where you can mamish see a Yud, like you write, I mean, it's not a, a, a Yud of a Sefer, mamish, but you see the Ketse Lamaila and Ketse Lamata in the middle filled in. And the, so not a big, big Yud, but it's very, very obvious. So they asked the Rebbe, and the Rebbe writes, uh, has a note that says, Hatam However, in Tov Shinun, the Rebbe spoke about it. In other words, the Rebbe didn't explain why the Fidika Rebbe did it. I mean, it's pretty, if you think about it, Sademez, remember the Fidika Rebbe's both names is Yud. The Stalkus is in Tov Shin Yud, and on Yud Shvat, I mean, all, all, all Yuds, everywhere you go. And we also know that his Nesias of the Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe, was three, 30 years, three Yuds. Tafresh Pei till Tafshin Yud. So on Tafshin Nun, which was Shnas uh, Boim, 40 years from Bosilgan, from Yudshvat, I ra- rather Yudshvat, Tafshin Yud, not Bosilgan, because that's the next year. So the Rebbe spoke about the connection of the Friedrich Rebbe to Yud, his name and all that, but also the Havana and Teichen of it. And there, you can understand the Havana, why, what the Friedrich Rebbe was hinting to. Now, why Dafkin, the second name Yitzchok, and not the first name, it's a, it, it could have a chikir over that. But just all interesting points to, to note. It's not a pillar that a tzaddik knows when his time is, B'chaim Chayusi Baal Medein is coming. But uh, all this is all part of the, called the story, behind the story of Boselgani, Tov Shin Yud, and Yud Shvat Tov Shin Yud, all Yud, the Yudim. There's, many, there's a number of sikhs where the Rebbe explains the significance of a Yud, is Shleimus HaMisper, it's a complete cycle. Yud Aleph, which is already Tov Shin Yud Aleph, the Rebbe's Nesiyas, and the Rebbe's birthday Yud Aleph Nisan, is already Lamaila Mesht Alshulis, the Aleph, the Gabe, the Keser, that's higher than the Yud Sviris. So there's sikhs about this, the sikh I mentioned, Yud Shvat Tov Shinun, as well as Chav Beishvat, the Kuntas B'choy Yivarech Yisrael Tov Shinun Beis, and, uh, and other places where the Rebbe addresses this. So all this 
just uh, emphasizes and uh, amplifies the, the significance of this maimer. It's enough to say that the Rebbe Chazad this maimer, and every year explained it, that you could see this maimer became like the cornerstone of what the Rebbe's Nesis is about. And it's interesting as well, going back to where is this maimer, so with Friedrich Rebbe, as I said, did not deliver it in Tovshin Yud. He didn't even write it in Tovshin Yud. It was chosen from earlier Maimorim, and that became this kuntris, or this hemshech. Remember, the hemshech consists actually of three kuntresim. The first one came out for Yud Yud Shvat, Yud Yud Gimel Shvat, that had two, the first two Maimorim, meaning the first ten Prakim. Then came the next kuntris, I believe, is Purim. So even after this talk, because the Rebbe continued giving out, because the hemshech wasn't finished. So next kuntris, no, sorry, Be, um, Be, oh, I thought it was Purim, maybe one second, let me see. Always good to look. Yeah, Purim was the next one. It came out Purim Tov Shinyud. And this already is already the Rebbe in Agdome already refers to this Talkus, obviously. So Purim goes the next five chapters from Pedic Yud Aleph to Pedic Tes Vov, I believe. Let me confirm. Just don't want to make. Pedic Yud Aleph, sorry. And then came the final, um, or two more. Then came the next one, which was Bez Nissen. So this was for the months from Yutzva till Beis Nissen. Beis Nissen is is Perik Tazayin, yeah, Perik Tazayin till Perik Chof, and that concludes the Hemshech. Just for the record, the Kuntresim continued coming out. There was a Kuntres that came out afterwards. That was no longer Boslegani, but it continued coming out. The next Kuntres, I believe, is uh, for for Pesach. Came out for Pesach. The Kuntresim, just for the record, continued coming out all the way through Tavshin Yud Aleph. That's why, you know, people wonder, why is there a Sefer Maimonim Tavshin Yud Aleph from the Friedrich Rebbe? It's from the Rebbe, the Rebbe's Maimonim of Tavshin Yud Aleph. But it's also from the Friedrich Rebbe, because these were the Kuntresim the Rebbe continued to give out all the way till some mid, mid Tavshin Yud Aleph. I'm not sure even till when. Let me see here. It's, it's in the Sefer as well. I think the last was maybe... It actually still come in Tavshin Yud Beis, I should correct myself. Till Tavshin Yud Beis was still coming out Kuntresim. And then it stopped at some point. Tavshin Yud Aleph, I believe, goes till... Yeah, till the end of Tavshin Yud uh, Yeah, till the end of Tavshin Yud Okay. So where did Basilegani come from? If the Fidik Rebbe didn't deliver it and didn't say it in Tavshin Yud, Tavshin Yud so where is it? So it's the Hemshech of uh, Tavshin Pei Gimel which interestingly is Meishana this year. So 100 years ago, Tavreish Pei Gimel, it was in the Parshish, the beginning of Shmois. That's why you'll see reference to Be'etzim Ayim and Sivis Hashem in the later uh, Prokim of the Hemshech, Perik Yud and on, because it was my Marim that the Rebbe, Fidik Rebbe delivered, I believe, Pasha Boy, and Pashalach, or Boy maybe, is, the, is, the, is, the, is, the, is exactly Hemshech Tov, the Vosilagani, word for word. But there are changes. The Rebbe added prokim. So now it's 20 prokim. There, I don't believe it's 20 prokim. And so essentially, the kuntras of Basilgani Tovshin Yud that we're so familiar with is really the Maimorim that were delivered and written by the Fidik Rebbe and Tovresh Pegimu. So, as I said, it's Meyashana this year. So that is a special chvivus. And, uh, and finally, one more point is that. I don't know when exactly, but I believe the Rebbe came to the Friedrich Rebbe in Tafresh Pegimu. The first time the Rebbe came to Leningrad, where the Friedrich Rebbe was based, 
was Parfresh Pegimel when he came with his brother from uh, Yekaterinoslav. That's when the Friedrich Rebbe came. So some speculate and some say that it could be this was the first Maimorim that the Rebbe heard. So again, the Hashgacha Elyena, the Hashgacha Pratis, the Abbasal Agani, which would be the last Hemshah of the Friedrich Rebbe, before the Istalkos, and become the first Hemshah, first Maimor of the Rebbe, was the Maimorim that the Rebbe heard the first time from the Friedrich Rebbe. Again, I don't know if it's been verified that this would be the first Maimorim, but it's possible. Um, I don't know if, again, we know exactly when the Rebbe came. Somebody knows that information, by all means. I don't, I don't want to say it with certainty, but I remember reading that this was what some chassidim speculated. So all that gives a little, uh, I guess, more chivus and gishmak in understanding this, this hemshech. So with that introduction, it makes a lot more sense as well why this maimed now would become such a yesod. And every year, the Rebbe's Nesiyas, the anniversary of the Rebbe's Nesiyas, there would be a basilagani. Now, every Maimon Chassidus has uh, central themes. It's not the only Maimon that has central themes, but when you do learn it and you read it, you cannot ignore the fact that the central themes of the Rebbe in his Sikhis and Maimonim and even in the Pu'ulas is so much uh, explained in this Hemshech. Basically, the theme of of Betachtenim, Shkanti Besechem. The whole Maimon begins with that. It's not a side thing. The whole Hemshech is all around how that because it's like God's bridal chamber, because in the beginning of creation, as the Maimah begins, um, I'm saying, and then during, because of the Chet, it concealed, or what he calls the Estalkus Ashkina, from Oretz. To the Kia Hashvi, and from and then every generation subsequent there was more concealment until Avram Avinu began to reverse the process, as the Friedrich Rebbe quotes, and he began brought the Shechina from Kia Hazai Aleph to Kia Avram Zochav Ahed Sashchin Merikia Zayin Levov, and then Yitzchak Mevov Lehei. Till Moshe Shu Ashvi, and here's the line, Kol Shvin Chavivim. I remember the first time when we heard that, you would think, I mean, that's Mamish like an open Nevoah, that the Friedrich Rebbe, Kol Shvin Chavivim, and the Rebbe made a whole Yisrael of it, and Baslagani, Tavshin Yer Aleph, we are the Deir Ashvi. Friedrich Rebbe says it, Befedish, in, in this Hemshech. The interesting thing is, Kol Shvin Chavivim is also in the Hemshech in Tavshin Pei Gimel. It was not Hesof in Tavshin Yer. So it was already in Tafresh Begimah when the Maimah was originally said or written, it said already Kolashvi and Chavivi. So hinting to the Derashvi, and this course continues that just as Moshe, the Derashvi, he brought Vishakhanti Besecham, so Biki Sod, what did the Rebbe say in Basilgani Tafshin Al, that we are the Derashvi from the Alta Rebbe. And our mission is to bring the Shekhin Lamata and bring Mashiach. Dera Achrin of Golas, the Dera Rishan Shagula. This is like the Yisod of Yisaitis of the Rebbe's entire Nesias. The Rebbe elaborates in Basilagani Tavshin Yeralaf about it. So, so it's, again, it's not a side thing. It's one thing if you found it later in the Hemshech and so on. The whole Hemshech of Basilagani is all about that uh, central theme, which the Rebbe would never waver from. That was the, the Yisod. So all the Sikhs, all the Mamorim, all the Pu'ulus of the Rebbe was around one thing, our mission. 
that the shlichus of our day, of our time, is the day Rashvi to finish the job, just as Moshe did it then, which brought the Matan Teira and the Mishkan. That our job is to do it now and bring the Gilel Lekuz Bachola Elam Kule. And the, and the rest of the Maimer, the rest of the Hemshech, is all about how do you do that? How do you transform this world, this Tachtenim? After all the concealments, how do you transform it into Adiri B'Tachtenim? And this is what the Hemshech begins to develop, Pedic after Pedic, until we get to Pedic Yid Gimel. So let's just sum up the flow that Ebed would do that every year when he would say the Maimer. He didn't begin right away with the new Pedic. With the, with the so-called respective peric of that year, the Rebbe would first sum up the Hemshech. So, so briefly, the Friedrich Rebbe begins, that how do you do it? Because it's Rishchanti B'Seichom. And that how, do you, how do you accomplish that? He says, And you do that through, and he brings the Mishkan as an example. Through Kadis Kafri B'Sitra Achre, the Rebbe emphasizes that too is a remez to the istalkus, istalik, because istalkus is not from the word just removed. Istalkus means that it goes into a higher state, a higher elevated state. And that's how you achieve it. You achieve it through, like he continues in this Hemshech, you, 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 you do it through building the Mishkan. And that's where he goes, begins with Avedis Har Karbonis. Because the Iker Aved in the Beis Amigdash or in the Mishkan was Karbonis. And that's where the Hemshah continues. What is the end of Karbonis by Avedis Adam, Adam Kiyakriv? That's Pedic Beis. That you take the Adam Kiyakriv Mikem, the Nefesh Abamis, and transform that. So that's now the process. How do you create the Veshechanti Besechom, which is the Shlichus of the Deir Ashvi? Then he continues the next part after the Korban is Atzei Shittim. That's the emphasis why the Mishkan was baked from Atzei Shittim. Shittim from the word Shtus, the different interpretations, but ultimately the transformation of Shtus de Lumaza to Shtus de Gdusha. That's Pede Gimel. Um, Pede Gimel and Pede Dalet. Then he continues, uh, let me just see. I'm just going through the program right now. Actually, Pedic Gimel through Pedic Hay. And then he continues that next Pedic, Pedic Vov, that the, from, the, from the Shetim they made, that's a Kroshim. And Keresh is the Aesias Kuf Shin. And he talks about the Aesias both in the Umazah, because the point is, so that's what a Keresh is. You're taking letters that, which create from the negative, you transform them to Kedusha. So the correspondent to Kifrei Shin is the letter Dalad and the letter uh, Hey and so on. As he explains, the Dalad Reish is Dalad and Reish. And from that, you transform it to a Hey with the Yud. And that's the continuation of chapters 6, 7, 8. And then, let's see here. Yeah, all the way to Kroshim. Looking at chapter 9. And then he concludes in chapter 10, which as I said, this is the conclusion of the first Kuntras, the chapter 10, the Asli Migdash, with the, which is uh, the, with the Aveda, our Aveda of transforming and making the world Okay. In the end of the Perik Yud, that's where he brings, and that was the connection to Tafresh Pegimul, because Tafresh Pegimul, the Maimah didn't begin Basilagani. It began, I believe, Betzimah Yemazeh, 
Tzivus Hashem. So the end of the, that's why if you look at the end of Perik Yud, you'll see it talks about Tzivus Hashem. It didn't begin with that, because the original Maimer actually began with the Tzivus Hashem. And that's how the Maimer concludes. The three interpretations, So that's the end of Perik Yud. Okay, then the next part of the Hemshir begins with that Tzivus Hashem has three meanings, Sova, and one of them means Oitzer. I'm looking now at Apedic Aleph. So it talks about Shem Tzvokes. Let me just see. Yeah. It talks about Sova, and now it explains that one of them means Oitzer. What's the Oitzer? Because remember, Tzivus Hashem are fighting the battle. What battle are they fighting? The battle to transform so in other words, we, how we have to have power, because the big question is this. It's very nice to say we come into this world and we'll transform it. But look, seven generations messed it up. The Chet Eitzadas and all the generations. And we know that Aved is a very difficult one. So the, so the Ebrister says when the Eden left Mitzrayim that they're called Sibus Hashem because we're giving you the power, the power to transform Elam Hazah into Adirah so now comes the next section, which leads us to Perikid Gimel, is the Eitzer. That the Eitzer is the treasures that the king gives to the Anshe Chayel, to the soldiers. Remember, the soldiers here are Tzivus Hashem to transform this world into Adirah V'tachtenim, and we get Eitzers. And this Eitzer is a unique Eitzer because the Eitzer's Mavazbiz, Kola Eitzers, Dafke, the deepest and the highest, most powerful resources and treasures are given only for the Netzachana Muhammad, as the Friedrich Rebbe explains in the Pelech Yud Aleph. Peschum Kola Eitzes, Veneis Nimesimai Desori Apkidim, Tohu to the Anshe Chayel. And what's the Dugma Mizah? That the Eitzes is given to every Eid. To Pkidim, 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 Okay. Then comes, what is the Eitzer? So what is this treasure now? But let's make it practical. Remember, the Eitzer is the tools and the resources we are given to fulfill our mission in this world. And being that Abbas Lagani is telling us that the mission of the Deir Ashvi so essentially, all this is about us, what Eitzes were given to be able to accomplish the job in the day Rashvi. So this isn't just relevant in Tavshin Yud, this is relevant today, because we haven't yet finished the job. The Gula Amitzvah is not here in complete form, the Goli at least. So, so the next section begins, what is this Eitzes? So, Pedic Yudbeis, which was last year's Pedic, talks about the Eitzes, he says, and now he goes into a uh, what is the Beruchni is that it's the level that says in Tukun Ezeyar that Eirein Sof, Lemayla Adin Ketz, or Lemata Adin Tachlis. So the Eitzer consists, well, so, but he, so which one is the Eitzer? So first, right away, you read it, you think that's the whole Eitzer. So it says, no, the Eitzer is going to be Lemayla Adin Ketz. But the, the Tukun Ezeyar says and express both expressions, Lemata Mata Adin Tachlis, and Lemayla Mayla Adin Ketz. So in order to understand Lemayla Mayla Adin Ketz, which is even higher than Lamat Mata Adin Tachlis, the Rebbe begins, the Hemshach begins to explain 
What's the mata mata adin tachlis? That's the beginning of Pedikid Beis. Pedikid Gimel is a continuation of what means Lamata Adain Tachlis. He's going to take a few prokim. Back the, the, till the page, till page, um, Pedik Tezvov rather, not page, Pedik Tezvov, which means another two prokim, that the Fridika Rebbe then will continue, go back to Lamai Lamai Laden Ketz. And then explain how that's the Eitzah that gives us the power to transform the Helam of this world, the Shtuz de Lumaza, to Shtuz de Gdusha, to make the Atzei Shittim, Vasa de Migdash, Shachanti Besecho. So that's the overview that leads us into where we are right now. So the context of this Parochim is to understand what this Eitzah is, Lamaila, and what is, what is given to us. And so now, instead of using the word Eitzah, we're using the words Eirein Sof. So the general difference between Eden Sof, Lamai Lamata, Adan Ketz, Lamata, Mata, Adan Tachlis, so according to this Maimur, in different Maimurim, there are different explanations, is that Lamai Lamata, Adan Ketz is Helem Acher Helem, and Lamata, Mata, Adan Tachlis is Gili Acher Gili. That's the Lushen that the Fridika Rebbe says. I'm going to read it inside. Lamata, Adan Tachlis, HaKavona Sha'a Gili Vispashta Subchines Ein Sof, a Bligvul Klal. So in other words, the Ebrist is Kayach, Ein Sof, and Eda Ensof has the power to be, go down, down to the lowest levels. And even in the lowest levels, there's still Elokuste, Bikhidush. Lamayla Melad and Ketz is going to be the exact opposite. That as much as Gili, the Abishta goes to Helem Achad Helem. Let's just see the Lushan, because it would be very helpful to see. Does he say it here in Pedicute Gimel? Yudbez, rather? I don't think so. I'm trying to look. He talks about the Gilui. Perik Tezvov, the Lashon is like this. So you would think that Giluim are higher than Helam. You know, the Ebrishter could be Nizgala, it could be Mamshech, all the way to the lowest levels. Is, what's, what's, that's unbelievable. That bleak that's not just in the higher worlds, but also in the lower worlds, as we'll learn in Perik Gimel. But the Maim is going to say the opposite. That as much as the Gili is such a big Chiddush, and it is a Chiddush, the Mat Mat Adin Tachlis is big. And it's a Pella, as he used the words. It's a, it's a big Chiddush. But even bigger is that the Ebrish is not bound by Gili, but he, he comes and says there's a levels of Helem Achar Helem, that things that are completely beyond us. And that's ultimately going to be the Eitzir. Because remember, the Eitzir is what the king reveals. Never. He only reveals it to a Muhammad. What's before the Muhammad? Where are the Eitzes? They're Helam Achad Elam. They're completely concealed in the, in the inner treasuries of the Melech. And never, no one ever sees them. The Lushen, but the Eitzes, he says, it's the Eitzes that no one was the Lushen that he uses. That, um, that's what the Eitzes are. So that's not Lamatamada Den Tachlis, because that's Gili. That's Gili Elikus. Yeah, Gili that comes even in lower levels, and we'll learn about Simsum and the Helam of it. But here we're talking about something that comes with Chosimayin Kodeya. But when it comes, in the base, Nitzuach Machamu, Mavazmus Kola Eitzis. Why? Because Midasan Etzachan reaches all the way into the Etzim. So the truth is, Lamayla Malad Den Ketz, you could say, is off limits in a way. 
is the Ebesh to say, the Melech Hechel Pnima, in his own inner sanctum, what shaykhs does the Am have to him? You could say when the Melech comes out and he speaks to the people and he instructs them and gives them guidelines and, and commands, that's his connection to the, to the Am. But Noah's saying no. That the connection is the Eitzah, that is the thing that's completely Nelam Kol Chaim, and Nelam Kol Ayin, rather. Ma'ayin Kol that will be revealed dafka to transform the Elam Haza into Adira B'Tachtenim. In simple terms, and the Rebbe said this in many years, over the years, in the Sichas, that our generation, Deir Ashvi, gets something that the Deir Ashishi did not have, and the Deir Hamishi didn't have, and all the way to the Alter Rebbe. Because no one had this uh, last the job of Deir Ashvi to finish the battle, to fight this war. So though we're neshamas that are just front, we're just foot soldiers. Sivus Hashem, we're the front line. We're not the pekidim, we're not the sodim, we're not the ministers, we're not the generals, we're not the colonels or the sergeants and so on. We're the simple foot soldiers. The last generation, Deir Ashvi, but Deir Ashvi gets the eitzer of Lamai Lamai Laiden Ketz that no one ever received, not even the previous generations. That's essentially what, I mean, the punch, he doesn't say it explicitly in the Maimar, obviously, but the Rebbe said it in a number of sikhs. That's the Eitzes that we have. Which people ask the question, you know, what, what level Madrega are we? So we know in Giluyim, obviously we're not in the same Madrega of the Chassidim of previous generations. But in Atzmiz de Kekechis, we have far more. We have this Eitzes of the Maimar Adenkets. So now comes the question, why then do we need to talk about Labat Mata Adentachis? Why doesn't the Rebbe, Rebbe simply go, okay, the eight is Lamaila Maila Adenkets, great. But he goes, three chapters, Yud Beis, Yud Gimel, and Yud Dalit, all are about Lamata Mata Adentachis. In the Maimon itself, it's not befetish what the reason, why does the Fidik Rebbe do that? In the Rebbe's Maimon, he says a number of times, because to appreciate Lamaila Maila Adenkets, you can only really appreciate it after you learn about Lamata Mata Adentachis. Now, there's a few explanations for that. One, the most obvious one, is you can't understand Helam if you don't understand Gili. In other words, if you want to have a relationship with Eibishter on all levels, both in the things that are apparent and even the things that are... First, you have to begin to have a relationship. So just like when we speak about uh, a Rav and a Talmud. If the Rav is, is completely concealed from the Talmud, there will be no relationship. Yes, yeah, true, the Rav is completely Shalei Be'erach, but what is, how does the Talmud benefit from that? So how does it begin... The teacher comes down to the level of the Talmud. That's the mata mata adin tachlis. Gili gili. First in the higher elements, then the lower worlds, all the way to oilam hazah gashmi. And as we'll learn in Pedic Yud Gimel, even to Klippus and Sitra Achre, where you say, Aniva Afsi Eid. But there's still in there Elokush somewhere. So the teacher comes down, all the way down, gili gili, to the lowest levels. And then the student has something to hold on to. And then we grow. And as we grow to the point, so 40 years you could begin to appreciate Das Rav. If you don't have that, you're definitely not going to appreciate the Rav as he is Behelem, Behelem Achar Helem. In other words, you can't have a relationship with Lamai Lamai Laadin Ketz if you don't have a relationship first with Lamat Mata Adin Tachlis. So in other words, first we're going to talk about Giluim, how the Giluim come down to us, and they give us the tools, and as we grow in that level, it's like saying, can you get to Bechol Maidecha before you get to Bechol Avavcha, Bechol Nafshecha? 
Even though Bechol Meidech is a higher level, but so you first you start Bechol Avavcha, which is the Lev, then Nafshacha, the whole Nefesh, all the Esekechis, and then you get the Bechol Meidech. You can't jump to Shemineser if you didn't first go through Kishma and Bechus Kishma and Pesukah de Zimra and Bechus Hashachar and Moedani and all that. So that's one basic explanation. There are other explanations that Rebbe gives, but the point is, therefore, what we're learning here is not just Tama HaGdome, it actually is critical in appreciating the Eitzis, which is ultimately going to be the Lamai Lamai Adin Ketz. right. Now, another point which is vital to understand this is this, that, um, that remember, the Eitzis are given to be able to fight the battle. So even though we may not appreciate the Eitzis, because we don't understand everything going on in the Helam, in the Helam Achel Helam, but the bottom line, it does give us Keiches. And it's coming from the deepest place, because to transform Tachtenim, you can't transform Tachtenim with Giluim alone. A Gilui can go into a place where there's a Keli for the Gilui. To have to Shviras HaSitra Achel, Klippas HaSitra Achel, needs a power of Koyach So the real power of Koyach Atzmus is in Lamay Lamay and Ketz, and that Helem has the power to go into the Helem of this world and transform it. But an interesting thing that we'll talk about is that on one hand, the Matamata Adin Tachlis is Gili, but it comes to a Gili where he's going to seek, it's a Gilin that become concealed. Because when you go to the lower levels, the Gili of the Matamata Adin Sof is very much Behelem. But the key thing to remember is the Matamata Tachlis is not Koyach Helem. It's still Gili, it's subject to Helem. And Lamai Lamai Adin Ketz is the Koyach Helem, the Koyach Simsum, which is ultimately, as we're going to learn, the, the real ultimate Eitzer. So this is somewhat of an introduction before we actually learn Pedic uh, Yud Gimel. Being of the time, I'm going to I'll stop here. And uh, next, next week, I'm actually going to re- read Pedic Yud Gimel, which is obviously going to make it a lot easier to understand the Rebbe's Maimer, which explains Pedic Yud Gimel. So we'll stop here, and, um, and uh, we'll continue. Everyone have a good day, a good week.